morning, everybody. You've heard a bit of my voice already this morning, but uh, my name's, as Hester said, my name's Adam. I'm the curate here, uh, and it's lovely to welcome you with us. Um, this morning, we're continuing looking at our Bible heroes, and today we're thinking about Daniel, and specifically the story of Daniel and the lion's den. You may well know the story pretty well already. Uh, Daniel's very well loved by the king, but as a result, not liked very much by the other people that are around. Those who don't like Daniel trick the king into uh, adding a new law into the statute books. That means that anyone that worships a god or a person other than the king will be thrown into a den of lions. Uh, They then tell the king that Daniel has been worshipping God rather than worshipping him. I'm going to read a little of the story from the message translation. Um, And we pick up the story at the point where the king has just learned uh, that he's got to put Daniel to death. So it says this. At this, the king was very upset and tried his best to get Daniel out of the fix. He'd put him in. He worked at it the whole day long. But the conspirators were back. Remember, O king, it's the law of the Medes and Persians that the king's decree can never be changed. The king caved in and ordered Daniel brought and thrown into the lion's dead. But he said to Daniel, your God, to whom you are so loyal, is going to get you out of this. A stone slab was placed over the opening of the den. The king sealed the cover with his signet ring and the signet rings of all his nobles, fixing Daniel's fate. The king then went back to his palace He refused supper. He couldn't sleep. He spent the night fasting. At daybreak, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. As he approached the den, he called out anxiously, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve so loyally, saved you from the lions? O king, live forever, replied Daniel. My king, my God, sent an angel who closed the mouths of the lion so that they would not hurt me. I've been found innocent before God and also before you, O king. I've done nothing to harm you. Now, to help us think about this story this morning, I've got some special guests with us. Uh, One of them you may well know, Simon, is a member of our congregation here, and he's brought his friends Matt and Andy with him. And they're going to perform a little sketch for us to help us think about the story some more. Creator God, we sing to the Creator God above, above. Creator God, we celebrate you. Hi, Batman. We celebrate Creator God. Batman. Sing to the Batman. Oh, hi, Dave. What are you up to? Not much. Bit of pottering, bit of DIY, you know, trying to build a bookshelf. Been out much recently? Hmm? Yeah, no, I had to pop to B&Q to get some more screws, but otherwise, not much. Oh. So, uh, has crime gone down recently, then? I don't know. I have no idea. That's odd. The Batman I used to know would be out chasing bad guys, or fixing the Batmobile, or making gadgets in the Batcave. Yeah, I'm having a break from all that, to be honest. Could you pass me that screwdriver, please? Look... You know I'm your mate, and I'll never tell you how to do your job, but don't you think you should be, you know, out there? I'm thinking I might book a holiday. What do you think of Spain? This is ridiculous. You're the most talented guy I know. You're wasting your life. You're supposed to be a superhero. What does Alfred think of all this? Yeah, yeah, he's not too happy, to be honest. I'm not surprised. You know, we had a bit of a falling out about it, but... 
They never do get these instructions right. How's your Swedish? Forget that. What happened with Alfred? Well, he said, courage is all it takes, Master Wayne. You've just got to have a bit of courage. And what did you say? I said, this is not the Wizard of Oz and I'm not a cowardly lion. <laughs> he didn't like that very much. How can you treat him like this after all he's done for you? Look, mate, I know you're just looking out for me. I know Alfred is, but the truth is, I've lost my mojo. You know, people have such high expectations, and after that whole thing with the Joker, well, it just took the wind out of my sails. Plus, I took the Batmobile to QuickFit, and it failed its MOT, and my Batarangs are blunt, and my Batsuit's got a hole in it, and my utility belt doesn't fit me anymore. You know, sometimes it's just one thing after another. You don't need your mojo. You don't need the Batsuit, your Batmobile, the gadgets or anything else. Alfred is right. Courage is all it takes. You just need a bit of faith. You sound just like Alfred. That's because I'm repeating what you told me he said. <laughs> you know we're talking sense. Hello, Dave. Hello, sir. Look, Alfred, I'm sorry. You're right. Perhaps I have lacked a bit of courage. I'll get back out there. That holiday can wait. I'm pleased to hear it, sir. News just in. Penguins terrorising Gotham again. Well, we'll have to take the limo. The Batmobile's bust. I think I've got a spare suit in the boot. Very good, sir. Could we go via home base? I need a different Allen key. You know, Ikea never do get this right. Well done. Quite right. Well, there we are. Thank you very much, guys. That was fantastic. Um, it's a bit different, and it does leave me with just a few questions. Uh, firstly, why wasn't Batman wearing his underpants on the outside of his trousers? Um, although, I don't know any, if any of us really wanted to see that, to be honest. Um, but uh, we've got a few questions here, and so Simon's come back to help us. What on earth has the story of Daniel got to do with this? Uh, is the first question I have. But it's not the first question I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I am not a seasoned actor. <laughs> but well, So well, first of all, we'll talk about the first story of uh, Daniel, and I presume that you couldn't get a lion past the risk assessment. No, sadly, and, and they obviously had a problem with the blazing furnace as well. Well, I'm sure that the question on everyone's lips is indeed, why Batman? Well, I guess, Adam, he's, he's a modern-day hero, and perhaps that's a starting point for us to think about, to get us thinking about heroes. We were going to do Wonder Woman, but sadly, Ruth was un unavailable this, this oh, weekend. Oh, that's a shame. Seriously, though, what is the link between Batman and uh, Daniel? So, they're both really talented, so we know that Daniel was very clever. He was chosen from the Israelites to serve under different Babylonian kings. Okay, and I guess Batman's quite clever as well. Are you suggesting that Daniel had superpowers? Well, he could interpret dreams and visions, but they weren't really superpowers. They were gifts given to him by God. God gave him those gifts. That's right. And he gives us lots of gifts as well. The New Testament lists the many gifts of the Spirit that God gives to his children. But why on earth did you decide to have Batman doing DIY? What's that about? So, Adam, the real point of the sketch is to put an everyday superhero into an ordinary everyday context to show that heroes are often quite ordinary everyday people. You see, I think that we can easily think that only heroes can do amazing things, but in the Bible, God called ordinary men and women 
to do extraordinary things for him. That's true. God does generally use ordinary people to do extraordinary things. I think he does that because that's all that he's got, um, probably. Um, there is a long list, which I think I've told here before, but a few highlights are that Noah was a drunk, Abraham was too old, Jacob was a liar, Moses had a stutter, and it's not just the Old Testament as well. Peter denied Christ, the disciples fell asleep while praying, Timothy had an ulcer, and Lazarus, Lazarus, he was dead. Mm. That's right. But it was only by being obedient and relying on God that they achieved the amazing things that they did. I think the real extraordinary thing about Daniel was his trust and obedience in God. They weren't just powers, unlike a superhero's superpowers. Those things, trust, obedience, they're not just for heroes. We're all called to trust God and to be obedient to God and to stand our ground. And those are things that anyone can do. That's true. I think the sketch and the story can teach us a few other things as well. The king and Daniel were friends, weren't they? And the, the king really didn't want to throw Daniel into the lion's den, but he had to. That's right, Adam. We've all got friends who we rely on from time to time, especially when life's difficult. I've brought Matt and Andy with me today. They're my friends. Yeah, I've got some friends as well. Did you know that? I've, these are some of my friends. These are my prayer triplets. Uh, I think they'll come on the screen. There they are. I meet with them every week uh, via Skype, and we pray and do life uh, together. We managed to find a deacon's corner. Do you like that? That was just before we were ordained. quite like that. All right. Do you know, Adam, Jess sent me a different picture. I think that this just shows, them, shows us just how special they, they really are. Really? Yeah. Shall we see it? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I think we can move on from that picture. If we could take that away fairly promptly. Thank you. We did go through a stage of ma buying matching outfits. Uh, we decided it's no longer cute or funny. Yeah, I'm not sure it ever was, but anyway. No, no, probably not. My point is that friends are really important, but occasionally they simply won't be able to help us. Uh, those friends of mine live over 100 miles away from us here, uh, and sometimes they're busy, but God is never too busy for us. That was true of Daniel. His friend, the king, wasn't able to save him, but God could. God is always with us and always there to help us. And I think there's another thing that the Batman and Daniel have in common. And you talked about this in your sketch a little bit. Um, I love these things on the internet. Uh, can we just show the first one to Simon? Simon? Simon hasn't seen these before. I wonder, Simon, can you find the odd one out here at all? Ooh, that's a bit tricky. I wonder if I can have some help. Can anyone, anyone else find the odd one out? There is an odd one out, I promise you. We've got a hand over here. Go on, where do you think it is? That's right. So if we could uh, show everyone else where that one is. There we are, just slightly different. Thank you. Well done. What about this one? Any ideas? It's slightly easier, I think. Oh, they've got a hand. Where am I going? I see a hand, yes, go on. The one in the middle's eyebrow is the wrong way round. Yeah, if we can show that. Show me if we can see. Wonderful. Well spotted. Well spotted. Good. Yeah, I didn't get either of those. That's no, brilliant. that's all right. Don't worry. That's why <laughs> I didn't show them before. So, Adam, what's your point? Well, both Batman and Daniel are the odd ones out. Um, and they took courage 
in order to be that. Sometimes we need to remember to be brave. That's what we've learned from all of our heroes over the summer. From David, who we thought about last week, who needed to be brave in the face of Goliath, right through to Noah, who we thought about in week one, who needed to be brave in order to do what it was that God had called him to do. So, you see, they really do have quite a lot in common. We need to remember that Daniel was just an ordinary person, just like you and me. He was obedient to God, and he did what God asked him to. He needed to be be courageous, just like the other heroes that we've talked about. Also, just like you and, and your friends, Daniel knew that friends were important. But God was his best friend and the one that would never let him down. Thank you, Simon. That's really helpful. We're going to just take a few minutes to pray about this as we come into a close. So we thought about the story of Daniel in three different ways. Firstly, that he was an ordinary person. And I wonder if you sometimes feel like God can't use you because you aren't good enough or can't do anything. Maybe you feel like everyone else is holier than you, reads their Bible more, worships God more. It's generally just a lot nicer. Well, the Bible teaches us that God uses all sorts of people And all sorts of people can be heroes. What makes a hero is being obedient to what God has asked us to do. I wonder if there are areas of our lives that we need to be more obedient in. Secondly, we were reminded that friends are important, but even when sometimes people let us down, God never does. He's always there for us, and we can always trust him. And I wonder if there are perhaps areas of our lives that we need to trust God a little more. And very lastly, we thought about how brave Daniel was, how he wasn't afraid to stand out in the crowd in order to follow God. And just think for a moment of your own lives, where you are Monday to Friday, and just think about how you could be a little bit more like Daniel and a little bit braver. So Lord, we thank you for the story of the heroes of faith through our Bible. We thank you that all of them were just ordinary people that you loved and that you called to do extraordinary things. Lord, we thank you for the gift of friendship that you call us to love one another and to walk with one another. But mostly, Lord, you always call us to walk with you as the one who can never let us down and will never leave us. Lord, would you help us to be brave Would you help us to know you as our King of kings and Lord of lords? Maybe just take a moment to think again about the story of Daniel and what it means for you this week. Well, Lord, we do thank you that you love us so much that you are forever faithful to us. Lord, would you draw close to us, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to uh, stand again to sing together, uh, Bless the Lord, O My Soul, a song of response uh, in thankfulness to God for his faithfulness to us. Will you stand with me?